her nicknames are Lilibet and Cabbage. Cabbage? Cabbage. Apparently, Prince Philip lovingly refers to his wife as Cabbage. Well, no, used to. absolutely not. Absolutely nope. not. Nope. If you call me a vegetable, I do not take that as a term of endearment. Hi, I'm Andrea. And I'm Laura Lee. A few months ago, we met randomly and hit it off only to discover we had spent four years of our mid-twenties together at the same university, getting the same degree, in the same exact class, and never got to know each other. Since then, we both have lived some life. We changed cities, got married, had kids, only to find ourselves once again in the same place at the same time for a second chance at friendship. We invite you to listen in as we explore how life can be better with friends. morning is the number of different chargers that exist in my house not only for the different devices but also the different types of power outlets now with the new apple products they have a different they have a usb-c i think it's called and so it's a different yeah it's like a totally elliptical plug-in outlet so you need another type of adapter I thought they were barred from changing their things up, or is that Who's just going to bar them? Who's going to bar them? Who's policing that? Well, some. I think maybe it's just a European thing, but I thought somewhere that they were prohibited from selling proprietary cables, that they had to make all of their cables universal. Well, the thing is that it is universal, but there are several types of universal plugs now. Oh. Like you have the one for an Android, which is a little smaller at the top and a little longer at the bottom. Yeah. And then you have yeah. the Apple Lightning thing. Mm-hmm. And now you have this USB C. Like remember when we plugged in, like it was just a plug. Like now we have a million different plugs. Anyway. That is my pet peeve for today. Well, that's a good one. Uh, my pet peeve is when you save files on the computer with excess hyphens, it, that doesn't need, you don't need oh. hyphens. Just take them out. Just Who's get rid of that. Well, we're doing some SOP stuff through work and naming conventions for files came up today. Mm. So many hyphens. It's like, we just, many hyphens. let's just eliminate all the hyphens. I'm not a good enough typer. It's going to end up being pluses or brackets or something. Or the oh. underline when I mean a hyphen. Oh, my word. Oh, yeah. My email address has an underline in it, an underscore. Because, yes. no, I don't like it at all. Because if you're oh. trying to type it on a line, then you can't <sighs> see the underscore. So I have to like, I know. But apparently there are a lot of Andrea Eliases in the world. And they have all taken email well, addresses yeah. that are just, yeah. Anyway, that's annoying. Yeah, well, that's that's the deal. It's yeah. sometimes unavoidable, but if you can avoid it, let's just, let's just, I think when Isaac was born, I got him an email address. Like, I think I tried to find an email address for him, but I, for the life of me, cannot remember what it was. So he's just no. going to have to figure it out on his own. <laughs> That's funny. If you pick your baby's name according to what email addresses might be available for it. Yeah. Can you imagine? Throw that 
Bunky in the mix. What? I didn't mean that. I meant it throws a wrench in things, and then it came out monkey, and okay, let's just cut all that. I don't know. I'm not sure what that, I don't even know an expression with monkey. Monkey in the middle, but. Monkey in the barrel? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. You might make a new one. Yeah. Do you know if you work yet on Monday? Because there's this big hoopla now that they're trying to figure out if Monday is a stat holiday for the Queen's funeral, which will be over before most of us wake up. (laughs) I've been checking because the kids are hoping to get school off, of course. And and Alberta seems to be taking an awful long time to decide what we're doing. I just read an article before we hopped on here and it says the Alberta government is considering making next Monday a public holiday to mourn Queen Elizabeth II on the day of her state funeral, but no decision has been made. As of Tuesday afternoon, a spokesman for the premier's office says, when was this article created? 20 hours ago. They should update this, but they should. I don't Maybe they know what they update it with. Yeah, I don't know if that would mean it's just a holiday for Monday, though, like just this this year so that people can honor her funeral day or if it would be an ongoing. Well, I just know that I have several meetings on Monday and if those get canceled like that kind of messes up some projects that I'm working on. So (laughs) from a purely selfish, um, very focused um, standpoint. Hard working yeah. standpoint. Exactly. But also, I mean, if there are, if schools are closed, then a lot of working parents are scrambling for childcare. Yeah. They're not going to be honoring the queen because they will be irritated beyond belief that they have to figure out childcare for the day. Hmm. That doesn't seem very honoring to the queen. <laughs> to stress out parents. That's true. Well, she's, she's never had to look for childcare, so I don't know whether she would really understand where we're coming from. Well, there's a lot of things the queen never had to do. I've been doing a little bit of research on, on the queen. Did you know she never had to get a driver's license or, and this one's a little surprising to me or a passport. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, but I guess she just kind of bypasses customs, though, doesn't she? Like, she would just bypass customs because she's got her own jet or whatever. Yeah, so but she I never guess. has to do duty-free. I don't know. I feel like she's missed out on a lot, but she's also done a lot. Thought that, I mean, I can understand the driver's license aspect because she would always have had a driver. There would ne- She would never really have an instance where I have to run out to Walmart and get samosas. Right. But she would always have someone to take her. She just would drive on their property. Right. Apparently she did give an ambassador a ride in the Jeep that was hair raising, which I love. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I would have seen that fact. And I thought that was, uh, 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 oh, yeah, this one doesn't give that good of a detail. But anyway, although... She volunteered as a truck driver during World War II. Wow. And, and a mechanic. This made her the first female member of the royal family to serve in the middle military. Was she, was she queen at the time? I, I don't think so, because wasn't she? Before she became queen. Yeah, yeah so she I don't think. Elizabeth. 
Right. But she probably wasn't heir to the throne at that time. I'm guessing. Like, her dad oh. wasn't the king then, right? Oh. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because if she but was she heir to the become what? queen at 25 so well, maybe she would have had to have been by then i don't actually know much beyond well okay wasn't was it her mom i don't yeah i honestly am I'm embarrassed to say i don't really know a whole lot prior to her <laughs> That's hmm. fine. have you watched the crown on netflix at all no no, I'm, I'm a little bit interested, but I'm not usually into historic things too much. Histori well, not this is more like purposes. history for entertainment purposes. So when people are like, oh, I've watched The Crown. It's really great. And I'm like, okay, but how much? And maybe, it, I mean, I'm not saying it's not historically accurate, but I'm saying that the priority is to make something that is entertaining first so that they make money. I'm not convinced that we should be getting our historical knowledge from entertainment sources. You make an excellent point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was um, I was listening to a podcast in preparation of this podcast, and it's called Abolish the Monarchy. <laughs> so I kind of went. Wow. I, I kind of went the other way. I just wanted to see. What is out there? And it was actually, it's actually a British podcast. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't know for sure. But the people who were talking were, had British accents. Oh, well, so I assume that they were anyway. They're legit so, then. Yes. But what, why do we need the monarchy now? Like, I oh. understand, like, do we want to get into this? I don't know. But I don't even, I don't even have answers for this. No, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking. I understand how Canada was formed, and I understand that we were a British colony, a French colony, and a British colony, and then we combined and blah, blah, blah Canada. But why do we need it now? Why do we need to be part of the Commonwealth now? What is the benefit? Are we still part of the Commonwealth? Yeah, we are. What happened, like, in the 80s when... Man, this is just going to put me in such an ignorant light. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure you're not the only one asking these questions. Because I only remember useless information. Um, <laughs> what, like, there's something happened in the 80s, I want to say, where we were separated from the Queen. See, that's where I thought we were out, out of the oh. Commonwealth. I don't know. The only thing I remember about the, the 80s with regards to constitutional stuff is the Meech Lake Accord. Don't know much okay. about history. Okay, so here's what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, the Canada Act, also called Constitution Act of 1982, Canada's constitution approved by the British Parliament on March 25th, 1982, and proclaimed by Queen Elizabeth II on April 17th, 1982, making Canada wholly independent. Okay. Uh, so that means she was not our queen anymore. We are separate from the monarchy, I believe. What? But then why do we still have her face on all our money? Nostalgia. I don't know. No one else wants a different face there. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if I want yeah, I don't know. face on my loony, I gotta say. For sure, no. 
Okay, so I don't understand that then, because we're still part of the Commonwealth. Otherwise, we wouldn't be even thinking about a stat holiday to commemorate her funeral. I found a little nugget of joy on the countryliving.com website about some facts. Some of them are, you know, more interesting than others. But she apparently, this is number one, bought her wedding dress with World War II ration coupons. I don't know why she would have to do that, but she did. Uh, She studied constitutional history and law. And French, German, and music. She is fluent in French, which is cool. Is she, though? Because I've seen some footage of her speaking French, and it is it does not seem fluent. It seems like okay. it was phonetically written out for her. But, oh. but maybe she became more fluent, because it was quite an old video footage that I saw. But, or maybe well, she was speaking she... French with a British accent. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Apparently she learned French as a small child from her tutor and governess, Marion Crawford, which does not sound like a very French name, but whatever. She made her first radio broadcast at age 14. Wow. She probably would have had a podcast if they were letter. I I could totally see her doing that. Royal podcast? Meghan Markle has a podcast. Not that she's royal. She's royal adjacent, though. Yeah. Uh, This one is from Harper's Bazaar. Her nicknames are Lilibet and Cabbage. Cabbage? Cabbage. Apparently, Prince Philip lovingly refers to his wife as Cabbage. Well, no, he used to. Absolutely not. Absolutely no? not. Nope. If you call me a vegetable, I do not take that as a term of endearment. Well, now, okay. I did have a roommate at one time who had a lot of French, so maybe this connects. And she used to call my cat... Petit chouchou, which is small cabbage head or something like that. Yeah, but it sounds like cuter in French. Yeah, so maybe he mentioned, maybe he called her cabbage in French. Hmm? That is is the only way that would be okay. Lilibet is a nickname because she couldn't pronounce her own name when she was younger. And I find that interesting because Megan and Harry named their daughter Lilibet, didn't they? And I thought that was an actual name, but it sounds like it was a mispronunciation of Elizabeth. Yeah. Kind of wild. Probably kind call of wild. Lily. I would think that they call yeah. Lily. Oh, this is talking about her speaking fluent French. She often speaks in the country's language when visiting and even shocked many when she delivered an address at the state banquet in 2014 speaking French. Oh. Well, good for her. French is what I'm learning on Duolingo. You're doing, that's amazing that you're keeping that up, because who do you have to speak French to? Well, I'm kind of hoping that I'll make some French friends. Oh. And that I can speak French with them. But okay. I have done zero to further that. <laughs> oh, here's another interesting one, fashion related. The tiara that Queen Elizabeth II wore on her wedding day was made in 1919 for her grandmother, Queen Mary. On the day of her wedding, as a hairdresser was securing the veil with the tiara, the antique metal frame snapped. The Queen Mother reportedly told her daughter, we have two hours and there are other tiaras. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) So she made her wedding dress with ration stamps, but... She, you know, had lots of tiaras to choose from. Yes. And this 
this was another weird one. The queen owns all of the whales and dolphins in the water around the United Kingdom. The statute from 1324 states, also the king shall have whales and sturgeons taken into the sea or elsewhere within the realm. And that statute is still valid today and whales and dolphins are recognized as fishes royal. Isn't that crazy? Fishes royal. Huh. So just around there, I guess if they leave that, you know, body of water, then they become just unowned. They become unroyal. Unroyal? Unroyal, disroyaled, they become like Megan and Harry. Just <laughs> they leave on their own accord. <laughs> they're, yeah, <laughs> they're swimming to America to find riches and I don't know what. Yeah. She also wears Essie ballet slippers nail polish. I think I may have worn that at one point. I'm not sure. Well, well she doesn't anymore. True. Well, maybe for the funeral she will. Maybe, maybe they painted her nails. I found this one a little surprising. She owns an apartment in New York City. Get out of here. 3,000 square foot modern penthouse. Wow. And only in 2015. She only bought it in 2015. That's not that long ago. I wonder if she bought it for Prince Andrew for his dalliances with Jerry Epstein. Jerry Epstein? No, Epstein. What was his first name? Uh... It's not Jerry. But you like to call him Jerry. That's good. Uh, Okay, this was my favorite. She had a a glass of champagne every night. She takes a gin and dubonnet, I'm not sure what that is, before lunch with a slice of lemon and a lot of ice. She will take wine with lunch and a dry martini and a glass of champagne in the evening. How did she get anything done? How do we know this? The Queen's cousin, Margaret Roberts, opened up to the Independent about Her Majesty's drinking habits. Oh. Those cousins, man. I know, you can't trust them. Either you trust them and marry them, or you don't trust them at all. (laughs) Marry them. Oh my gosh. Last ones, but this is kind of cool, and I feel like this would be totally a girlfriend thing to do. She would have a secret signal for her staff if she put her handbag on the table while she was talking to someone it means she wants to live with, leave within five minutes if she put her bag on the floor it means get her out of there now she is not enjoying the conversation and needs to be rescued <laughs> nothing about like she just wants to talk to this person all night i don't know what that signal is huh, i get this holds it for lap if okay so here's a question do you and dan have signals no but we really should because i think that would be super helpful i know it's jeffrey epstein oh i knew it was a j and i knew it was two syllables but i just picked the wrong j name i think you should have signals what would your signals be like get these people out of my house oh gosh well weren't we talking about someone who we were at an event where the organizer wanted to go home and we were talking about friends of ours where they would just like the husband usually would just get up and turn the lights off and go to bed that was just <laughs> how people just didn't yeah. get the heck out of my house <laughs> that's less subtle but <laughs> <laughs> effective very effective it would probably be like a scratching the side of your nose thing or something okay i've never really have you ever had a secret signal i don't think so 
It's obviously lacking in our lives. We should totally do that. We should be more secretive. I think my problem is that I would just say it out loud. I don't think I would be secretive about it. Just sort of whisper to someone like, hey, let's leave. Like, I'm bored. Yeah. I feel like when back in the day when I used to do interior design events, you know, there'd be, I don't know, some kind of new release of a flooring or I don't know, whatever. You'd always be invited to these things in the evenings and I hated going, but you sometimes have to go and yeah. I would go often with Lisa and we would kind of have, we didn't have a signal, but we would be, can, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay. Let's yeah. get out of here. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Grab two more canapes and then we're out of here. So, um, or I've used my drink ticket. I have nothing else to do. Let's leave. So, <laughs> uh. So that would have been really good to have a signal. But Dan and I, you know, we're so different. He loves to do the small talk. He loves to hang out with people into the wee hours. I'm usually the one who's thinking, oh, you can be in my pajamas by now. Well, and maybe you're the one that just goes up and goes to bed. Like, just leave. I think that would be me. Yeah. It's true. I don't know. Unless it's family. I'm going to bed. (laughs) Turn the lights off when you're done. Yeah. Lock up. Yeah. <laughs> Please lock up before you leave. But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, generally, this would be family staying with us, right? Like over the summer of visitors. Yeah. I'm going to bed. You guys can stay up as long as you want. Um, speaking of Lisa, mm-hmm. she um, commented on our Instagram, or she sent a message talking about, I think she was um, referring to our episode where we talked about finding our style and clothes shopping and stuff like that. And she was saying that when she was coming back to work after her, um, her daughter was in school, Mm -hmm. she'll have, she, she probably will correct me if I'm getting those facts wrong, but um, what she did was um, went on Pinterest and found a bunch of clothes that she liked and sort of developed what she wanted, what style she wanted based on Pinterest. Do you, are you a Pinterest person? I'm such a Pinterest person. I actually own stock in Pinterest. That's how much of a Pinterest person I am. Yeah. Do you really? I do. Wow. I didn't know. Yeah. When they went public, I was like, I'm buying some Pinterest stock. (laughs) I think it's doing okay. I think it's doing okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Should have bought stock in PPE. I mean, that would have been yeah, Great well, everyone's it. kicking themselves. With, I mean, you could for the next pandemic. I don't yeah, think I don't we'll stop eating it. And True. hospitals are still are still requiring masks and everything like that. Like you have to. True. It's yeah. not as exciting as Pinterest, but I did actually try to do that at one point. My problem might have been that I was searching for fashion for older women, like in their fifties, oh. and. Yeah. Because sometimes if you just look for fashion, you get the stick thin women who are bearing a lot of body. It's hard to narrow down the field to something that's wearable. Yeah. And so I didn't know where to look. So I ended up following this woman who's probably in her 60s. And she was actually kind of fun, though. She had a lot of uh, variety in her style. And it was always work appropriate. But really probably not where I wanted to land up. Probably still a little too. That was the extreme in the other way. 
Yeah, a little yeah. generally generationally past where I wanted to land. Right. But I have found some interesting people lately. There's a lot of people who do, and I see them on Instagram or Facebook, where they do try-ons of clothes that they found on Amazon or Walmart or wherever, right? And then they show how they wear them and what they wear with them. And I'm fascinated by these people because do they get the clothes free? Do they return them all after? I think they, like, what does their closet look like? They're reviewing 20 pieces a week. Yeah, that seems excessive. But if you're making money off of these blogs or newsletters or whatever format they're taking, I guess you can afford to do it, but it seems weird. I just, I'm fascinated. I don't know. I think on Instagram, they have to tell you if they're being sponsored by someone. Like Uh, that's part of the, I think that might be a law. Hmm. But you need to, you need to um, very overtly express that you are being sponsored by someone if you are doing oh. like a sponsored ad or something like that. Well, I know that often it'll say if you click on the link to purchase any of these, you, I will benefit, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it's just totally obvious that this is an advertisement, you know, like there's a, a woman in Winnipeg who lived in our neighborhood back back then. And she posted almost on the daily for different things, but it was always not subtle. These are the clothes from Sheen that are Sheen. I don't know how to pronounce that. Sheen, I think. Sheen, uh, that, you know, I got today and she tried them all on. And then, oh, my kids love this food. Well, that's an obvious, you know, I mean, they yeah. were so obviously ads for the thing you didn't have to tell us you're being sponsored and everything she did she was throwing like name dropping the brand so you know she couldn't go to the bathroom without telling us what toilet paper she was using it was crazy i I just i had to unfollow after a while because it just even though her things were nice and good ideas or whatever i was just i just really felt used uh you know i don't want to feel used that's not a good feeling yeah, you're just making money off of, off of everyone. I don't know, and that's what everyone does. But for some reason, it just bugged me more. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, and, and people need to use the unfollow button a lot more than they do, in my opinion. I've just mm. I've periodically gone through my feed. I'm like, why am I seeing this? Like for some reason, um, I was following. It was probably a friend of a friend or something who recommended this account and it was a guy who does triathlons in the States. And I'm like, I have zero in common with you. I, I'm not training you for a triathlon. I don't live in the States and I'm not a man. And he, like, there was just, so I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna clean that guy out of my feet. I don't know how we got there. And I've also stopped following some of the accounts that I was following for like dating advice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because they were in their 20s. And I'm like, I, it's this, this, while it's a little bit relatable, it's mostly not relatable. Yeah. So, you know. Sometimes it's easier to spring clean your social accounts than it is anything else. So, yeah. My closet is filled with things that I no longer wear. (sighs) And I just need to clean that out and get rid of it. I thought you just did that. I thought you were just doing it a little bit. I did do it in person. I did part of it. I did like 
my dresses and that's all I did. Um, I mean, which is good, but I, I need to follow up with uh, cleaning out those shirts that still tags on them that I thought I would wear, but I'm never going to wear them. I put them oh, on yeah. and I'm like, yuck. One of them is a flower one with a flower pattern on it. It's kind of a, I don't know, it's not a good flower pattern. Not only are they, it's not a good flower pattern, it's like this two flowers right over the chest. Oh. I'm like, I can't even look at myself in the mirror wearing this. Looks like I have pasties on or something. Like, it's not okay. Okay, please take a picture before you get rid of it. <laughs> and I will maybe only send it to you. <laughs> That's good. And I'll delete it right away. I'm not going to keep it around for black Yeah, I'm Lover. sure you will. I'll just That's measure my pasties. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Huh. With kids, it's a little bit easier because the stuff that my son no longer wears is typically the stuff that doesn't fit him. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So He's gotten is. taller and it's done. Yeah. It's easier to purge. Yeah. There isn't that dream that, well, maybe one day I'll be six inches shorter and then I could wear <laughs> these pants again. No. No, not going to happen. Ship has sailed. Yeah. I don't know what I mean like Dan sort of does that he'll be pretty ruthless about going through his closet and I'll yeah. think oh, I really like that shirt why don't you hang on to it it doesn't fit well what if it fits in a bit I'm not hanging on to it till then and I don't know why I don't have that same mentality I always think oh what if I fit into it and then I never think huh I'll get rid of it now and then if I lose weight I can buy more clothes but yeah well, that's kind of where I'm, I'm going with that. It's like, I need to have more space in my closet for things that I'm actually going to wear. What else? What else is happening? You know what else uh, happened yesterday? What? I was coming home from bringing kids home from school. We drove down the back lane and there was a bobcat down there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've always heard of them being in Sundance, which is the neighborhood just north of us. And there's a rather large highway between us yeah. and Sundance. And I've always kind of thought, oh, good, just stay over there. Because then I don't have to worry about meeting one when I'm dog walking or right. letting boo into the yard. And, oh, look, we have a visitor. Uh, but they managed to cross the highway. And now they're in our neighborhood. Wow. So. It was it a was it an adult one or was it a cub? Like how big was it? It was a baby. It was this oh, thing. It was well, like yeah. It was you know like the mom's not far behind. <laughs> well, that's what people keep saying, but I I didn't see her. It looked like a house cat. Like it was just a beefier house cat, but the tail was like non-existent. It was bobbed. I guess maybe oh. that's what call it a bobcat. I'm not yeah. sure, but uh, it definitely was a bobcat. Oh. And it just was parading down the back lane like it owned the place. Well, it kind of does. <laughs> I guess. Hopped up on a, I don't know, transformer or something, and then pipped over someone's fence. Oh. So, yeah. Hopefully they don't have any of their pets outside. I know. So then I was like, oh, I have to, I have to alert the neighbors. But, are you I mean, it's interesting. Are you on the Nextdoor app? I'm on the Nextdoor app. Of course I am posted it there and everyone's like oh beautiful like I took a picture but it wasn't a great picture because I'm fumbling I was driving and then right. I was fumbling to get my picture my camera open on my phone and by the time I got a picture it was already up on the transformer and I just got the back side of it okay but still uh, I did I did alert the neighbors later not right away 
but the queen has received many exotic animals as gifts over the years. Oh, Maybe okay. she received a bobcat. I don't know. But... Oh, can you imagine? I wonder who would win in a fight, a corgi or a bobcat? <laughs> I'm going to put my picture. money on the bobcat. <laughs> yeah. Those corgi legs. Look <laughs> <laughs> how fast can they run? They can't run very fast. They can't run very fast at all. No. Oh, gosh. I actually yeah. saw the live action Lion King movie this past weekend. Ooh. And yeah. it was there was some stuff that wasn't quite the same as the like original animated one, but I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. That was kinda good. A friend of mine had never seen the Lion King um animated or live action. Oh wow. So but yeah, it was pretty good. Um I still like the original Pumba and Timon. Like the the warthog and the meerkat. I really like their badge. I think that was Nathan Lane and Billy Crystal. Is that who? Oh, yeah. I remember Nathan Lane. I couldn't remember the other, but that really does sound like it adds up. It was Billy Crystal. Yeah. Anyway, I really liked their dynamic a lot better. But Mm -hmm. yeah. I remember when that movie was coming out and we were all excited. We were going to see it. And then after it kind of wasn't as like in the news as much it was like nah, i don't really care same thing happened with the live action aladdin i really wanted to see it because this was pre will smith turning into a slapper right. i thought it would be funny but now it's like yeah i don't know I don't, I don't know if i ever saw the aladdin live action one i saw the lion king the musical in calgary that was pretty oh. cool yeah we could have gone to New York, but oh, again, I was but like, "But it's a musical. Yeah. You didn't want you didn't want a musical yeah. Broadway show." Yeah, I think no. you missed out. But that is where we diverge. <sighs> it's the only thing that's different in our DNA. No, there's some other things too. The cigar thing. Oh right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I am. I am anti cigars, and you are pro cigars. I'm pro cigars, but okay, I'll tell you what, I bought a cigar this past weekend, and I was like, I'm going to recreate the experience that I had this summer, because it was amazing, and I went into, did I tell the story already? I don't know if I did or not. Not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. So I went into the cigar store, and I'm like, I don't know anything about cigars, but I really enjoyed the one that I had this summer, and so he took me into the little humid humidor room or whatever and he's like do you like this one and I smelled it and I'm like it's delicious so I bought my cigar took it home and went into my and in the evening I went outside and by my fire table and sat and I tried to light the freaking cigar it took me (laughs) probably about 12 matches before I finally like lit it properly because the match kept going out because it was kind of windy out and I oh. couldn't find my, my lighter because I don't have a lighter handy because I don't smoke, right? <laughs> so were, you not sitting in front of, were you not sitting in front of a fire table? I was, but I didn't want to burn my face off by bringing oh, my face like with the cigar. Like oh, it, do you I, would, I would be like six inches away from flame, and it was windy outside, so it was uh, not, it was not um, uh, predictable. Okay, so next time, put it on a weenie roast stick and hold oh, it over the flames. I could do that. Maybe I'll do that. Or tongs, maybe. Tongs. Anyway, I, I, I smoked it, and I didn't like... enjoy it as much. 
okay. didn't enjoy it as much. I don't know what happened. I think I might have inhaled some when I was trying to light it, or like because you don't inhale the cigar. You just sort of just... hold the smoke in your mouth. Okay. At least that's what I do. I think I I think I need to do some more research anyway. But okay. it was not it was not awesome. I didn't feel great afterwards. So okay. Like I feel yeah. not morally, but <laughs> physically. <laughs> I didn't physically feel great after that. So okay. I think I need to do a little bit more research and maybe I need some cigar smoking buddies. Yeah. People who Maybe they could be French. Here. Maybe French cigar smoking people. There you go. That I is feel a like... very specific ask. Yes. Well, I feel like, you know, it would probably be possible uh, from many stereotypical anecdotes that I've heard growing up. The French people always have a cigarette in their hand. So, right. so you know, it wouldn't be not, much of a leap to so. have a cigar. Right. Hmm. Maybe. I don't think it's going to be a group of church that you could start. No, it would not be a small group of church. Whiskeys yeah. and cigars for Jesus. Imagine. En français. En français. S'il vous plaît. Uh, yeah, I don't think that one's going to get uh, greenlit for acceptance for the next semester of small groups at our church. Although, if you made the title in French, maybe people wouldn't know what it was. And they'd be just like, I don't know, this is the right night. I'm just going to go and see what this is all about. Right. And then, surprise! <laughs> Here's your cigar. <laughs> <laughs> huh. That'd be funny. Are you, you're not joining a group right? You know, first you asked me, are you joining a group? And I'm like, no, we've got hockey. I can't do it. And then I was like, well, maybe I should. I just don't know. I, it would have to be something that met somewhat infrequently. Mm. Like not I had two, No, I had two things this week already. We had Monday, um, a hockey evaluations have started for Olivia. So we spent yeah. the better part of after school to evening from about 4.30 till 8.30 at hockey evaluations. And then the next day was Haley has started doing tutoring. So she had a, a pupil that she was meeting at the library to tutor, and she needed to be there by 5.30. So, again, it was kind of a quick people pick people up from school, feed them something quickly, and then yeah. race out the door to do this yeah. thing. And I just, I'm done. Like I just, that's two days a week. And I just kind of feel like, uh, I don't want to plan anything more for an evening, but. Yeah. Um, Isaac started with a new S student ensemble on Monday. So he had his first oh, rehearsal yeah. with them and he really enjoyed it. And it was great. Oh, good. Uh, for two hours, I, I, I basically, I sat in the little cafeteria at the church and, but I had a condo board meeting on zoom. So I did oh, that okay. while I was there. Okay. Um, but then after that, oh yeah, then I had to stop at co-op and pick up some bus tickets for Isaac because I hadn't done that before. And then I got home and I still needed to like clean up like supper in the kitchen and stuff like that. And I, I cleaned up a little bit and then I sat at the table and I closed my eyes and I was like, okay, it's nine 30. I'm tired. I just closed uh -huh. my eyes for like a little mini nap. And then I got up and did a little bit more and then I sat back down and I'm like, maybe I should just go to bed. <laughs> Yeah. So, but then I couldn't fall asleep. It was super annoying. Oh, no. I'm so tired and I'm like not sleeping. And then yesterday was um, 
New West Symphony Chorus, the adult group, um, was our rehearsal. Um, mm-hmm. And then afterwards, they had um, some snacks just so we could all sort of sit and visit for a little bit. And that was lovely. However, mm-hmm. by 9.30, I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I need to go home. Yeah. And then I was probably in bed by 11-ish. And I also couldn't fall asleep after. <sighs> Super annoying. So anyway, needless to that say, is- I had plans tonight that got postponed until tomorrow. And I couldn't be happier i'm like yeah i don't have to do anything tonight yay yeah i know i think there's i think it was yesterday actually olivia's school was doing meet the teacher i like you're in grade eight i don't don't need to meet anyone (laughs) you're good you're fine no i'm just not like you have so many teachers whatever i'm good yeah. I did do Jaden's Meet the Teacher last week, and it was a whole evening affair. I think I'm still kind of feeling that one. So really? I think that was Thursday. So Thursday, and then we had that meeting on Friday at church, and then um, Monday and Tuesday. I think that's why I'm just kind of like evening out. I don't need any more evening things. Yeah, that's fair. And I think this is this fun, this feels a little bit more like, quote, getting back to normal that was before mm-hmm. the pandemic and I'm like I don't I don't know if I like normal I think I'm not I'm not okay with normal anymore <laughs> well that you make a good point it's been a while since we've been full speed ahead on yeah, all schedule. of the activities I mean you still did a condo meeting virtually which is a nice option I guess yeah. but um you know it yeah, there is a lot more going on this year than there has even last year when things were already kind of getting back to normal. Yeah. So it's probably going to take a bit of time Yeah, for us to all mentally adjust to the busyness after most of us, I don't know, maybe not everyone, but a lot of us fully embraced I totally the slower pace. Yeah, I totally did. Yeah. And I'm going to try and hang on to as much of that as I can while still being engaged in life. But, <laughs> but really. Yeah. Yeah. There was something I was thinking about for church that, and I don't remember how it works. I'd have to get someone to explain to me how it works. I want to say that in our old church, we, they had this thing called four square. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. And they had, we may have talked about this before, where there's eight people. Could be four couples, could be singles, could be whatever. And you're put together in groups. So there is someone who needs to kind of organize this. But you're put together in groups and you have dinner with these eight people. I'm See, so this is the details I'm not sure of. I think you have, I think each couple takes turns hosting but if you had uh singles maybe you get paired up with someone and you decide whose place you're gonna do it at or whatever and because i know there were singles definitely doing it or maybe you were put in a group that was more singles i don't recall and that's again need to find out but it sounded like an interesting way to meet people that you maybe normally wouldn't run into or you maybe you, you run into people at church, but you don't take a lot of time to spend getting to know them better in that environment. Right. So yeah. 
And then over the course of four meals, you get to know them. And then yeah. you move on. Then your groups switch up and you have oh, completely okay. different people. Yeah. So it just keeps on going. Like that I could probably do if it was a once a month thing. Because yeah. it would be something social to look forward to, an evening with adults, and it would be expanding the social reach right and at food. church and, you, and, and food and there's food and, and you know what maybe it's just a dessert group i could do that oh, just we could just call it just call desserts. It just desserts oh did we just start our own small group we may have <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea so we could mull it over we could see could if I don't know why I'm not interested in joining someone else's perfectly good group that's already been started and organized, but I right. just feel like I have more control on the frequency if it's something that I start. Fair. That's totally fair. Sometimes I will start things just so I can dictate the terms. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Either that, or if we started something, then we could co-lead, and then it's not as much of a burden for one person or if one of us can't make it then there's someone else who can keep it going back up yeah kind of like how we did the podcast kind of exactly like that well i gotta take boo to get some shots today so i should probably do that yeah and then i need to get back to work as well yeah we'll see if boo so far i've said the word shots and she hasn't even woken up yet i don't think she knows what it means oh no, that's I probably think she's, good. I think she's one of those pets that's just going to be like, oh, we're going somewhere? Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> As opposed to some of those very intu- intuitive dogs that know exactly what's happening. Yeah. Well, that's good. And maybe take her for a treat afterwards. Yeah. We'll go to DQ. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that works for me. I would be like, you're going to give me ice cream afterwards? Sure. <laughs> Hence the dessert club. Thanks so much for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you enjoyed it and will subscribe to our podcast to catch future episodes. Please follow us on Instagram at betterwithfriends.pod or email us at betterwithfriends at outlook.com. We would really love to connect with you. Until next time.